0: Yards, yeah. Yeah. Stats. Yeah. Shut your mouth, Welcome to the Sim Podcast, I'm your co-host Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. I'm gonna run. What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Ron. This is the last game we're here. This is a Super Bowl. I don't know what else to say. This yeah. is It's, it. it's sad, but at the same time you're excited. It's a lot of different emotions. How do you feel about this being the last game of the season?
1: Um, you know, it's it's I'm fine with it. I I've, I've come to, you know, the realization that the season at at an end here. It's been at an end for a, a few weeks now for the Steelers anyways. <laughs> and even longer for the Patriots. So I'm already like I mentioned, I think, uh, in off season mode, um, I've been paying a lot of attention to what, you know, is going down in the senior bowl, um, the prime bowl and kind of seeing what um, the team might make, you know, what they're doing right now with the coaching situation on the team and stuff like that. So I'm already in off season mode, uh, this game here, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't like either team. And we'll talk more, I guess, about the game itself. So, you know, I'll I'll try to enjoy. I'm sure I'll enjoy the game, but I I don't have a stake in the race or anything like that. So I can care less who wins.
0: Yeah, this is more or less a celebration of loving football, loving what this means, enjoying it with the friends and family and all that. So we'll talk about the Super Bowl. We'll talk about our picks. We'll talk about the teams. But first, we always start with NFL news. And Ron, last week was a Pro Bowl, and it was my first Pro Bowl. Granted, I had to work, but it was my first Pro Bowl. And there was a couple of observations I made. I even wrote them down because I was like, "There's no way, there's no way that this is happening right now." So, um, first of all, I want to start off by saying. The NFL knows how to indoctrinate kids, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: It must have been, first of all, it was a full house. I don't know how 50,000 people fit in there, but I'm going to say that it was 70% kids. Yeah. And it was great. You know, seeing all those children and having like a different shirt, jersey, and team player. Hey, listen, you got to teach them young, right? So I like that a lot. The other observation is the Florida teams actually came out. Really? Like the Tampa Bay Bucks were there. Jacksonville Jaguars were there. But far and away, the most was the Miami Dolphins. I don't know. I guess they travel. I don't know. But there was a lot of Miami Dolphin fans. Uh, The other thing that I saw was CJ Stroud. He's a real deal.
1: This dude <laughs> what made you think he's a real deal?
0: During warm-ups, he was on the on the dot. When he got put into the flag football game, he was on the dot. He made a couple of tro- a couple of throws that you were just like, Wait, what? That no, I know now I know that it's flag football, it's not a real game, but the fact that he was making these throws accurately without like really exerting himself. I was like, "Wow, yeah, the yeah. Texans have something with him. That's good." Uh, the other thing that I observe is during warmups, and this is something that I always complain. This is why I don't watch college football. Every pass was catched, was caught. Doesn't matter if it was high, if it was low, if it was you were you were watching and you were like, "Oh, that's too high." Nope, caught. Oh, uh, no, that's too low. Nope, cop. They're and professionals, just, you know? I was like, this is the best of the best. It was very satisfying because now one ball hit the ground. And I was just like, this is how it should be all the time. But I know they didn't have to show the pads and blah, blah, blah.
1: You know, it's like that. You said you, you don't watch college, right? But that it's exactly like that um, when it comes to NFL preparation. So when these kids, uh, the quarterbacks, get into like um, – their pro days and stuff like that and even at the combine
0: no not at the combine. i watched the they, combine they, they measure do
1: that. how many passes or how many passes the receivers are dropping and it, in most cases the quarterbacks are like you know 25 of 26 or 24 or 25 like none of the passes hit the ground
0: i've seen all. the combine and they're not as accurate as what i saw in the yeah pro more
1: bowl. more so the the pro uh, they're pro day because they're throwing receivers that are on their team that they're familiar with stuff like that whereas a combine they're throwing to a bunch of guys they're not familiar with but you know but that's the, that's the difference right between NFL caliber players and you know most college play even the top college players a lot of co- top college players that don't make the NFL um, NFL is the best of the best
0: yeah I was, it was very very satisfying to see and it was just warm-ups So, I was just like, wow, this is great. Uh, The last thing that I want to say is, listen, there was no Patriot players at the Pro Bowl. Which, hey, you have a 4-13 and season. That's going to happen, right? But, but, I want to point out, son. So, I don't know if this was on TV, so maybe it wasn't. But, every NFL team sent a cheerleader. To represent them, right? Okay. Whether, you know, and they were like, oh, you know, this person embodies our community, and you know, it shows great uh team spirit, whatever, blah blah blah. You know, and they were they were great, they were doing backflips, dancing on the beats. When it when it came to the New England Patriots, they sent a dude. Now, <laughs> listen. Are you serious? I'm dead serious because I even remember his name. His name is Driss. Did you get to meet him and everything? I didn't get to meet him, but listen, I know that there's some thresholds and I know that you're very progressive, especially up in New England. And I was like, now you can't, you cannot send a dude going forward. If a dude is on the cheerleading team, you got to send that guy. Why? Why? Because I feel like I don't know if there was an F you to the leagues like hey we're just going to send a guy I mean he has skills he he was on B he had a lot of team spirit I guess but there was only a couple of Patriot fans there and I went out of my way to be like how do you feel about the Patriots (laughs) sending uh, a cheerleading guy and most of them were just like Patriots are going kind to of Patriots, man. It's, it's and <laughs> I've I seen him. Like, I've seen this guy. And I've, if you listen, if a family member is listening to him, he has an open invitation to this podcast. Because I, I just want to know, like, how did you get this job? And, and let me just say this, Rana. I did notice him way back in September when I went for that Tom Brady ceremony. And I was just like, oh, the Patriots have a male cheerleader you know hey you see it in college all the time but I just never seen a pro team have a male cheerleader on the squad so I was like it was my first time at the Pro Bowl and it was also my first time seeing this guy his name is Dress I was just never gonna forget his name because I was just like okay I see what the Patriots are doing they just saying Hey, Roger Goodell, fuck you. We're going to send this dude. Well, maybe the guy
1: deserves it too, right?
0: I'm sure he probably earned it. But the fact is that I'm sure there were other people on the team and they chose this guy. And I was just like, hey, more power to you, man. More power to you. All right.
1: What do you think of like the activities and everything
0: else? Um,
1: (laughs) So you were there just for the game though, right? For the most
0: part? I was there... The game wasn't until 3. I was there like 8 o'clock. I don't know why they want us there so early. We saw the festivities. We saw the, you know, at the end of the game when they were giving out the trophy. We, we, we saw it all. The only thing, like, I was, under the impression, I was under the impression that they play through. Like, hey, quarter one, quarter two, halftime, quarter three, quarter four. But no, 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 no. I haven't watched it in a long time. They actually after the first quarter, they stop and they have some kind of physical challenge. It was like watching <laughs> you know, like the uh, Saturday mornings when you watch the the American Warriors. Yeah. It was just like that. It was like what 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 do you what's going on right now? And like they awarding points and that's why it was so high. It was like fifty-nine, fifty-two of the final. I was just like Okay, this is more like an entertainment. Yeah, like, yeah, that's... hey, the family's here. Let's do this. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. So it was, would I watch the game? No, yeah. I will never watch the game. I only watch it because I had to work. But, you know, I can see what's happened.
1: I did not watch one minute of the game or one minute of any of the festivities, like any of the events, any like none of it all throughout the week. I, I just not pay any attention.
0: It's it's for kids. It's for kids. It's for kids. And, hey, more power to the NFL. Uh, the other set of news is the is out in Washington. So, but not only is he out, but he doesn't even have a job. So what's what's the deal with this? It's not, not that big
1: of a surprise, I, I don't think, right? I think I we saw this coming, you know, once Rivera was gone, they said, Okay, I don't know, did they even interview biennami Give him an interview or anything? Like no new coach was gonna come in and say, Okay, yeah, he being the coordinator, they're gonna bring their own people in. So um it sucks that biennami didn't get a chance to interview or I didn't see him interview else. Um uh, you know, that goes to show you how many jobs were really open, probably about nine, ten. Offensive coordinator position specifically, and he didn't get a chance. There's obviously something there. There has to be there. There. Um, so,
0: you think he's getting blackballed?
1: I just think his history, and I don't know much about his history. But from what I understand, he's a tough guy to get along with. Um, the players, he rubs players the wrong way. He pushes and pushes and pushes and pushes. Sometimes players need that, but certain players don't. You know, they get tired of that. So, you know, I, but I did hear, I think it was today or yesterday I read that Andy Reid said basically that, you know, the enemy's future is great, you know, and if you read the writing on the wall, he's basically saying the enemy will be on his staff like next season. Mm-hmm. I think he'll fall. You know, he'll only have somewhere to, to, to the land. To land. So I'm not too concerned about it.
0: Uh, the other set of news, Ron. The players' union has spoken, and they want grass over turf. Is this going to happen?
1: No, not at all. I think I heard today. Goodell said, "Yes, there's some players who want turf," and and, uh, (laughs) he was like, "Yeah, but it's four percent that want turf." (laughs) But yeah, and then um, apparently, and I don't know if it's true, but uh, Pro Football Talk, what's the guy's name? Uh, He came out and said the. The, the players who said that, according to the Players Union, were the kickers, right? The kickers are the ones who want turf, right? No one else wants turf. All their other players want grass. Um, but listen, the NFL is in a tough situation. And again, you can talk about safety and all this other stuff. You're asking every single team to switch to grass. That's an expense, you know, expensive situation. They can afford it, right? These are billionaires we're talking about. But, you know, they're not going to force... You know, owners aren't gonna you know be forced to to switch to grass anytime. Soon.
0: It's it's a money, it's all about money. Yes. It's all about money. And I feel like if the players union are really serious about this, you know, they would like cut back on okay, well they play on grass, we'll we'll bend the knee on something else, but they don't wanna even do that. And the owners are like, No, we need the revenue from when we have concerts we have other sporting events, when we have, you know, whatever the case may be, they need the turf because they want to make money out of that stadium when the players are not there. So this is, to me, bringing this up, I mean, yes, it's Super Bowl week, but bringing it up, right, it's not going to change overnight. Yeah, I think turf
1: is just cheaper at the end of the day, right? It might be more expensive initially, but not something you ever really have to replace. You know, grass, you constantly have to replace. So, you know, owners don't want that additional expense and headache so that's why teams have for the most part have gone gone to turfs like i said nfl does not really they can say they care about injuries all they want but they don't they care about the bottom line at the end of the day
0: uh the other set of news is the patriots are keeping a belichick on staff It's not Bill, of course, it's not Steve, it's Brian Belichick. So he's going to be defensive back's coach. Will it make a difference? I mean, they were a pretty good team last year. I guess he just didn't want to be unemployed, right? Well, yeah. Either that or be unemployed. Well, they,
1: they, you know, they decide to keep him, right? I don't know if he had much of a choice. Um, Like, you know. Well,
0: they offered Steve a job, but... He knew that he wasn't going to be a defense coordinator, right? So he he basically said, no, I want to be a defense coordinator. So he went to Washington. Gotcha. Brian Belichick, I feel like he knows his place. He wasn't really going to be offered another gig unless he stayed there. So, yeah, I mean, if he does his job, he can stay. Yeah. (laughs) So
1: Sealers, it's so we, our quarterback coach. Uh, Andy Sullivan, we allowed him to go interview for offensive coordinators positions. Uh, We didn't obviously offer it to him, you know. We, you know, we went outside and went with Arthur Smith. But Sullivan participated, I think, in like two or three interviews. Didn't get a, a job. I think he was like one of the final candidates, but didn't end up getting the job. Well, he comes back. He's coming back to the Steelers as the quarterback coach. So, you know, I think these teams look out. You know, at least the head coaches tend to look out for the the other coaches if it's their guys. Um, you know, if it's not their guys, you know, like I mentioned before, like with the enemy situation, if it's not your guy, you're like, okay, thanks, but no thanks. We don't need you. You know, I got somebody else I, I, I'm familiar with, I trust. Um, good luck, you know, elsewhere, basically.
0: Yeah, basically, it's just, you know, it, and it's like you said, it's, the NFL is a lot, it's a lot about relationship, right? So, You make a good relationship, you eventually stick with that guy, and, you know, he goes, you go. So basically what it comes down to. Um, And let's, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Let's talk about these teams, because we broke it down into the team rosters, and we looked at every position. So we'll just go through it really quickly, and we'll start with the number one position, which is a QB. Ron, who do you think has the advantage here?
1: Yeah, this one's easy. Mahomes is the better quarterback. He probably, not probably, is the best quarterback in the league. Um, I think it's a big gap, too, between him and Purdy. Um, And there's a lot of debate how good Purdy is. Is he a game manager or is he a good quarterback? I don't know where he he fits. To me, he's somewhere average. Um, But there's no question that Mahomes is the... The better quarterback and they have an obvious advantage there
0: yeah i agree i think uh when you look at pat mahomes he has the experience he may not have the wide receivers like san francisco but the fact that he has travis kelsey he has andy Reid backing him up yeah he's definitely has an advantage uh wide receivers run who you think has the advantage? yeah
1: this one is a clear advantage here too but this one is uh for san francisco Kansas City has had issues with their receivers all year. Now, it wasn't until recently that uh, Rasheed Rice has kind of turned out to be someone. Um, but before then, it's been a struggle for them to um, to find a receiver that they can trust. Um, now, I heard S- Sky Moore just got him uh, off the injured reserve list. So maybe there's a chance he'll play. I, I don't know. Um, but... You know, San Francisco, by far, has a better receiving uh, with uh, A.U. and Samuel.
0: Again, I agree, because A.U., Samuels, then, you know, you can throw Kittles in there, then you can throw McCaffrey in there, because he's just a bag that can catch the ball out of the field. So, you know, Purdy has a lot of options, Mahomes doesn't have as many options, at least not that we've seen, but I'm sure he'll find a way. Uh, running backs, Ron. Who has the advantage here?
1: Yeah, as far as depth, I can maybe say Kansas City. But in terms of talent, like quality, it's for sure San Francisco. McCaffrey is the best back, probably the best player. We'll find out if he wins MVP, um, best player in the in the entire league. So, yeah, McCaffrey by far. San Francisco has an advantage there.
0: Again this is a layout because he was in the uh, MVP conversations. I know Lamar as you know, as we record this, they're announcing it, but it's going to be Lamar winning the MVP, but that doesn't mean McCaffrey, you know, if McCaffrey's had MVP like season, obviously I expect and we'll talk about predictions. I expect Caffrey to get the ball a lot. And I mean a lot. Uh, Ron, Tight ends, who you got?
1: I so I went uh even across the board. I think both of these guys are good. I think Kelsey's probably slightly better than Kittle, but Kittle is a very, very talented, probably the second best tight end in the league. Um and it's you know, I don't think we can forget prior to the playoffs, Kelsey had a a down year for Kelsey standards, right? It wasn't until he got into the playoffs he started to kinda explode again. So I think this is, like, both evenly matched teams in terms of, like, what the tight ends do. San Francisco actually probably uses the tight ends more um, than Kansas City does. So to to me, I I think it's it's even.
0: I want to say it's even, but I'm just going to give it to Travis uh, Kelsey because even though Kittles is probably the better blocking tight end, I just feel like if you need a playmaker... You're going to go to Kelsey, right? I don't know if Kiddo has... I mean, eventually he will, but I don't know that he has the know-how, the IQ to get the separation from the oh, uh, for sure. he'll Be back. I, was- I, I want to see that because I feel like he has that against linebackers. I want to see it against D-backs. And I think that, you know, when you talk about Kansas City, they were up there ranked in uh, defense for receiving. So I want to see Kittle shine, but Kansas City has a really, really good defensive back backup. So I, I think Kelsey is going to take it as far as um, tight ends is concerned. Ron, offensive line, who are you giving to?
1: Um, I, I would have said uh, San Francisco. I think they had some injuries, so I, I had this even. I think there's some question marks. For both these teams, in terms of the offensive line, San Francisco, like I said, I think there's some injuries there. Uh, for Kansas City, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, their tackle, the right tackle, has been like one of the worst right tackles in terms of penalties, at least all season, right? Jawan Taylor, he's been atrocious. Um, so there's some question marks to me along the offensive line for both teams. Um, so I got them rated.
0: I went with Kansas City and only because there's a there's a glaring stat when I looked at the uh, postseason, just the postseason alone, um, that they don't give up a lot of sacks for Patrick Mahomes. Now, I know that that's to do with how good Patrick Mahomes is good at, like you know, elusive. He, he makes people miss, but. I, I I like the fact that your quarterback is not getting hit when he's getting going back to pass. Um when it comes to running running the ball, yes, I think San Francisco has an advantage, but again, I don't know if this game is gonna be so close that it's gonna be it's gonna be up to who can protect the other quarterback more. And I think Kansas City can do that. Um let's switch over to the defense. Ron, who do you have as better linebacker?
1: Hands down, in San Francisco, uh, you know I don't think it's even a question. Um, you know, San Francisco has the best, probably best linebacking crew in the league. Baltimore's probably right up there with them as well. Um, but I, I got to give uh, San Francisco with Fred Warner. I think that dude.
0: Yeah, I think San Francisco has the better linebackers, Warner. Hi, Smith. I, I, I just, I feel like they're out to prove that Pacheco cannot run on them. Um, so the, I I, I want to see, I'm going to expect Kansas City to do a lot of like switcheroos and a lot of like reverses and a lot of stuff because if they're just going to run the ball, they're going to run into the good linebackers. So I, I like San Francisco linebackers. I'll run. Who do you have the advantage for cornerbacks?
1: I gave that to San Francisco. I'm a big fan of their defensive backs, especially Javarius Ward. I think that dude is the real deal. Now, I know he's been um, up and down a little bit the last couple weeks, but I just think, you know, as far as their defensive backs, uh, cornerback included, I think they have a slight advantage uh, in this matchup.
0: I gave the defensive backs, I gave it to Kansas City because they were ranked the number two defense overall behind the Ravens. And it wasn't because of their running ability. You can run in Kansas City. You can run on them. It was the defensive backs. They were McDuffie. He's a, I think he's a pro bowler. I I, I don't know. Oh, you know what? Let me just stop here because something just came in my mind. When I was at the Pro Bowl, I don't know why this happened. There was a very inebriated cowboy. Very (laughs) inebriated. And he came up to me and he was like, hey, I don't see Dak. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. He just, (laughs) he didn't show up. But his name is on the roster. I don't see him. And I was like, he's just not here. And he was with his boys. And I think they were like Houston Texans fans. And his boys would con him like, hey, Dak is not here. Dak is not here. Finally, really loud. I was like, he must have thought today was a playoff game. So he didn't show up. (laughs) Man,
1: boy. Did he start swinging at you or something? He left. He (laughs) was so
0: embarrassed that he left because basically, it's true. Like, sorry, he he, he doesn't show up in the playoffs. So anyways, that was (laughs) hilarious. Yes, Cowboys fans, you know. Um, What I was saying, Ron, is... They have a better secondary, um, so I'm I'm gonna go with Kansas City uh, with that. Uh, Safety is wrong. What do you got?
1: Yeah, I got them even here. Um, I think you know both teams have decent safeties. Um, I think they they have different styles and how they play. Um, but I I see this as a pretty even matchup.
0: Yeah, I think the safeties. I give it to Kansas City. I listen. I know that they just they took Care of Lamar, they took care of uh Josh Allen. I, I i trust him, I trust him. Uh, who do you have for a D line?
1: I got this even too. Um, I think San Francisco on paper they have a great defensive line, right? But like Chase Young isn't the Chase Young I think we expected him to be. Um, you know, and then Nick Bosa, uh, he's been great, right? I, can't, I don't want to Say anything other, you know, of anything negative about him, but I look to the other side, and I think Kansas City, if you if you look at not just Chris Jones, but what um George Carlef- Laficus I think that's how you pronounce his last name what they've been able to do along their D front, too. I think these teams along the D line are are pretty are both pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, I like Chris Jones, I like um, but I like San Francisco D line, but I know Chase Young has been kind of a disappointment. I even saw somebody tweeted that he's taking plays off. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, wow, somebody's somebody's watching every play. Uh, Nick Bosa, I don't know if he's, he's injured or not, but I just feel like he can play better. He can elevate better. I, and we'll talk about, you know, Steve Wilks. When Robert Sal was there, I think he had the defensive line on point. I can't say the same for C Wilk. I, I, I and I, I want him to succeed so bad, but I don't know. He can't get them to like dominate. I mean they're good, don't get me wrong, but I want them to dominate. I want them to dominate. Uh Ron. Uh what do you have for special teams? What do you like for the kickers?
1: Yeah, that's easy. Kansas City has the better kicker. I think San Francisco was looking to even get rid of your kicker. I mean several he missed times
0: last week.
1: Um, so it's Kansas City has a, an advantage there for sure
0: Yeah, Kansas City for sure uh, Returners, who do you got?
1: I got this even I think both returners are pretty decent I think they average about the same In terms of uh, return 11.1, 11.2 um, I think they're pretty equal there
0: Yeah, this could be a toss-up I mean, I have, I have Kansas City But this could be a toss-up uh, Coaches, who do you have?
1: Yeah, um, talked a little bit, I think, before we record. I think both these coaches are great coaches. Andy Reid has already sort of supplanted his name in the Hall of Fame, but I think Shanahan is has been working his way there. He just has to cross over that hump. I mean, I got these both co- coaches at both being even.
0: I'm going to give the edge to Kansas City only because I remember when we did this last year and. We were talking about coaches and I was like, Kansas City coaches have the experience, man. They, this is a Super Bowl, extra long halftime, anything can happen. Now, I know Kyle Shanahan's been there before, but I feel like Andy Reid has the advantage. Spagnola with the defense has the advantage. I, I just like Kansas City more when it comes to the coaches.
1: I think experience is important. It's important coaches to have that for sure it's more important for players to have that and that's where i think there's an advantage to one side of the team and i think we'll get into our predictions in a minute but um Kyle Shanahan shanahan's a good coach i think if you were to throw mahomes and his team be talking about san francisco how good they are and how you know how much of a dynasty they have um so you know it, it is what it is i think these are both Really good coaches. Reed is in, has been in a better situation. I'm not, it's not trying to take anything away from him. Um, he just happens to have the greatest player, um, you know, on the planet.
0: Active, active, player, active. <laughs> player, active. Yeah. Let's 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 not go there. <laughs> um, fans run. I mean, who shows up to the Super Bowl? It's mostly like corpor- corporations yeah. Yeah. that give the tickets out have or you seen the rich ticket people. Prices?
1: That I think it was like. Seven to eight thousand dollars—the cheapest tickets or some crap like that. It's ridiculous. That's,
0: ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And and you see, if you want to have a private suite, you better buckle up two and a half million dollars. Yeah. That's how much it's going to cost for you to have a suite uh, during the Super Bowl. So, I mean, who ha- who has this money? And you know, something that I saw last year, Ron, was like the Super Bowl is like the biggest busiest private jet it was like yeah, all yeah. the celebrities whether you're a musician whether you're an actor whether
1: you know the you're place political
0: you just take a private jet to wherever the super bowl is wow i'm just like okay, different lifestyle different lifestyle yeah that's it all right right so we'll let's 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 look at let's look at this game san francisco is quote-unquote the visiting team at Kansas City, even though it's Vegas, there's a one-and-a-half point spread. San Francisco is favored. It's 47-and-a-half over and under. Ron, who do you have winning?
1: Yeah, so we went through the teams, and I kind of hinted that San Francisco, when you went up, you'll go up and down the line, I think they have a better team. Although Kansas City... You know, they're not too far behind as far as, uh, you know, team and talent. Um, having said that, Mahomes is the better player at quarter, at the most important position, which is quarterback. And you mentioned experience. Um, Kansas City is extremely experienced, not just their coaches, their players. Mahomes is extremely experienced. It doesn't matter if he's down at halftime and how, how much he's down by. You can't ever count him out. Now, it's not to say San Francisco can't do the same thing. Um, I just haven't really seen it yet from them. And I don't know if I can even expect that from a second-year player in in Brock Purdy. Um, So, you know, I think Kansas City has an advantage with their personnel and with their their, um, coaches just having that experience. Um, Even though San Francisco might have slightly better players, I got... Kansas City winning um, but I have them winning a close one 26 to 23
0: who do you have winning the MVP Super Bowl MVP
1: I got Mahomes winning the MVP
0: so I agree with everything you just said um, they have experience they have coaches they have the players but, but when I was looking at like Kansas City defense and I was like who have they played and who has the most like the better offenses during the year and I'm I'm just gonna see because I'm gonna read to you Ron and see if there's a trend the number one offense Dallas Cowboys number two offense Los Angeles Rams number three offense Detroit Lions Number five offense, San Francisco 49ers. So what I'm saying is when I look at this and I go, wait, Kansas City defense, they haven't played a top, top-tier offense. Now, San Francisco has a better roster, not the better QB, just the better roster. So I'm. this is going to be a close game. I'm picking San Francisco to win it, and this has nothing to do with The Taylor Swift connection. I know there's rumors that she's driving the conservatives crazy. Listen, I love it. I love it. If you really think that the CIA and Taylor Swift are all in kahunas with the NFL for this, go at it. Go crazy. Go crazy. But I have San Francisco and I have them winning 17 to 24. Listen, I know that this one and a half. Spread for San Francisco. I just feel like if Brock Purdy gives the ball to CMC and Kittle and Debo and Ayuk, this is a very winnable game. Very winnable game. Now, I do expect San Francisco not not to come out and do the uh, you know do the zone defense because I feel like Pam Mahomes is just gonna eat it up. Eat it up. But do they have the horses to play man? That's what I wanted.
1: Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough. You talked about matchups and stuff like that and who San Francisco's played all this this year. That stuff to me isn't as important as what I see with my eyes. I saw San Francisco on Christmas get their doors knocked off of them by the Ravens. Right? They got blown out by the Ravens. And then I saw Kansas City beat the Ravens pretty handily too. So, you know, I think Kansas City when when their backs are up against the wall and when it counts and when it matters, they are the, you know, that team. It not maybe not the best team, but the team that's not going to make them mis- any mistakes at all because they're the most experienced team. And that by itself along with having the like I said the greatest active quarterback in the league. That'll get them over the hump. And I think things for San Francisco, in order for them to win, Purdy's going to have to make a play at some point. I don't know. He's not going to get away with those mistakes. You talked about Kansas City secondary. Mistakes he made in the last game against Detroit, he threw up like a couple passes that should have been interceptions. No drop. Yep. That's not going to happen um, this week. Um, I don't think it will. But And it's not to say San Francisco can't win. They're the favorites. They, they can. Like I said, I think they got more talent. I just think Mahomes is just on another level. He'll will them to a victory.
0: Listen, my my mind saying this should be the Chiefs game. And even in the money line for this game, obviously, if you take the money line and you go with the Chiefs, you're going to spend more money But as opposed to San Francisco. But, and this is a big but, I want... I want people to stop comparing Mahomes to all the great quarterbacks. Cause he, they compare him to Montana, they compare him to Tom Brady, they even compare him to um who who is that guy that Dan Marino? They even compare him to him. Listen, he's not there yet. Two Super Bowls is not there yet. Is he the best active active quarterback that we have? Yes. Is he the face of the NFL? Yes. Oh, that is true. I'm not going to take that away from him. But comparing him to the greats, that's—he's not there yet. He's not there, yet. and that—you know—that to me is an issue that is, you know, could be resolved by San Francisco winning. Because obviously—and
1: what if what if they don't? At what point, I guess, do you put him in that conversation? Because I already—I honestly think Mahomes.
0: When he wins is, his seventh is Super Bowl, one we of can, the... we can talk.
1: One of the greatest. I don't think he's the greatest,
0: but one and, of the. You know what top Sports 10. Illustrated did this week? They did a top twenty-five quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Mahomes didn't crack twenty; he was like twenty-fifth, twenty-fourth. And you know what? I kind of agree with that. There's been some Super Bowl games where he's laid an egg, laid an egg against Tampa, laid an egg, you know, against against this San Francisco team. He, the first half, he was not there. And in the second half, he got saved by a Tariq play. But
1: you, you were saying yourself, Tom Brady, you, there's been some Super Bowls where... Well,
0: he has seven of them. Yeah, it's true. Seven, <laughs> he seven is... Seven. A, he only has But that's two... what I'm saying.
1: At what point does when he need he to get to seven?
0: seven? He needs to get to seven. Right. He needs to win seven Super Bowls for me to say like, oh, he's in the Mount Rushmore of quarterback. Well,
1: Mount Rushmore is how many, how many quarterbacks? Top
0: three? Mount Rushmore should be top four. Who, top four. Who is your top four? No doubt this guy, you put him in, he's gonna win the big game. For you. He's not there yet. No,
1: I, I wouldn't say he's there, no, but he's it, there. but but I feel he's like he's working his way he's there. He's working
0: his way there. And I feel like there's people that are crowning him
1: yeah, already. Yeah, I I get that. And I
0: know that it's for entertainment, it's for clicks, you know, whatever. It's recency
1: bias too. Yes. that's, that's what it comes well, out of.
0: You know, our friend Steve said you know Kansas City's winning, so maybe there's a lot of haters out there. But the difference between Kansas City fans and New England Patriot fans is like Kansas City fans—they want to be liked. They can't—they can't really stand with this so much hate that's thrown to them because they're winning. New England Patriot fans—they love the hate. They wanted the hate. They were like, you know, hate us more. It just embodies us more to like run away but, with but
1: this. He, thing. he's right any t- anything it doesn't matter who you are no one wants to see a dynasty right unless you're on that you know you, you're, you're you know you're rooting for that team people hate dynasties so they don't want to see one team just dominating the league cuz then they feel like their team never has a chance
0: that's you so, know what dynasties are here to stay no matter what and the only people that like dynasties is when their team is in a dynasty right
1: right that's, you know, when that's your exactly team what i'm saying
0: but 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 yeah, like, but you have to respect the dynasty. You yeah, have to respect yeah, the fact that they have the best players, the yeah. best coaches. They have, you know, a front a front office that does put in the work. Both, like both. staying on top is not an easy No thing. no, not at all. Not at all. So both,
1: both teams though have reasons to be hated, right? There's lots of reasons. We you know, we've talked about them before, to hate the Patriots, right? By gate, deflate gate, whatever. There's lots of reasons to hate the Chiefs. You know? Mm-hmm and take um, Taylor Swift out of it. But like all the off the field stuff, Andy Reid's son, now Mahone's father. Like, I mean, that that team just seems like so dysfunctional, you know, outside of football. It's like, why? Why is this being celebrated? But I think both of these teams, you know, um, you know, people are going to either love them or you're going to hate them. I think there's a lot of haters for both, you know, both of those teams because they were winning, you know? Um, so um, yeah,
0: just listen, if they're haters, haters are going to hate. I just want the Kansas City fans to embrace it. Patriots fans the embrace the hate. They loved it. The more haters came, the more, the better. I feel like at least, you know, I don't know too many Kansas City fans, but the ones that I do know, they're just like, they're like in shock. They're like, what? We're such nice people in Kansas City. Like, where? Why they hate us? They hate you because you're winning. <laughs> Plain and yeah. simple, you're winning.
1: Yes, yes. That's that's a big part of it. That's for sure. a big part of it. I there's things I don't like about Kansas City. It has nothing to do with them winning so much. Although I get, I do. Like I mentioned before, I get mad uh, when one team's winning all the time. But like the off the field stuff to me has been alarming, and we don't spend a lot enough time talking about. Andy Reid's son or Patrick Mahomes' dad. Like it was barely mentioned. I know they asked Mahomes this week uh, at the Super Bowl, you know, stuff, you know, that they had this week, but that should be, you know, that's, that's something I know it's personal, but I feel like it, like a lot of that stuff gravitates towards that team for some reason, you know, and I don't know why that is, uh, but there's a lot of that going on on that team.
0: Well, you know hum- humans are going to be humans right they they're, they're going to make errors they're going to make you know bad decisions but when you talk about the Gate, when you talk about spygate those weren't human errors those were like <laughs> legit <laughs> yes competition like hey we want to leg up those were not like oops i did it again type thing those were calculated you know things that happened yeah. i can i can see why the league, I can see why Roger Goodell said, you know what, we're just going to take draft picks because you guys broke the rules. You can't really say that to the Kansas City. You can't I go can. to Pat Mahomes and say, you're, we're going to take draft picks because your dad is no, out. No, no, not draft
1: picks. You know what I can say? I'm tired of seeing your damn brother. Well, that's Mahomes up on be, the screen. Don't
0: be mad with the networks. Don't yeah. be mad at your Kansas City.
1: Ma- Mahomes' brother is a freaking, you know, sexual assault
0: again that, person, has, that okay? has nothing to do I, but with I don't don't show football. them
1: then don't show them 24-7 I don't want to see Taylor Swift every two seconds I have nothing against Taylor Swift I don't want to see her every two seconds I don't want to see Mahone's brother I don't want to see this week on Sunday or hear anything about Mahone's dad being arrested arrested right for DUI or whatever I don't want to hear any of that and I, I just don't because that turns me off from that team um and you know but
0: so you're not mad at Kansas City itself you just mad at these people's behavior
1: I think it's the culture there's something going on there One one one's like a you know okay this happened this person has some situation when you have like multiple situations like that it's like what type of environment are you fostering like why are you allowing this you would never hear that in Pittsburgh I think this is where maybe I got spoiled you would never hear of stuff like that in Pittsburgh just being put and it's not to say it doesn't happen. It just wouldn't be like in broad daylight in public. You know, Antonio Brown, all the stuff that he went through, none of that came out until he was off the team.
0: I think know? I think you have different um you know, front office, how they run their stuff is different than other teams. Some teams make it public, some teams keep it in-house. Listen, I don't have no problem with that because that doesn't affect f- football and how they play on the football field. No, I don't know what his fourth DUI. Who- Listen, the guy likes to get drunk. Yeah, that, that's cool. But yeah. guess what? If yeah. you're Patrick
1: Mahomes, don't, don't don't bring him up on the field. That's all I'm saying. Don't have him out on the field. Don't bring yeah. your brother out. Like,
0: and that's up to the front office don't do to it. allow that. Just don't do it. That's up to the front office to allow that. And, and it would like... What kid is looking at Pat Mahomes Sr. and going, I want to be like him? Nobody. 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 So, listen, he has his own demons. Let him deal with the demons. Um, So, we have this game on Sunday. You're coming over. Some people are coming over. And we're just going to let things be things. So, this is not related to football. I know Usher is a halftime show. Do you know what song he's gonna kick it off to, or do you even know Usher's album catalog? So, what it goes way back,
1: yeah. I know, I know. So, he's been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife was asking me, Are we gonna play that, that Super Bowl game? Guess what songs? <laughs> I'm sure we will. Um, I, I don't know what he's gonna play, I haven't gotten there yet. You know, I think he has like a wide array of songs that he can choose from.
0: What are the chances P. Diddy actually shows up? I don't think
1: that's going to happen. That's definitely not going to happen.
0: I have a guess, and this is not what I'm telling here. might change later, but I feel like he's going to go back to 1994. His first album, I think he was 15 or 13. I, he was really, really young. Uh, but he had a number one hit, I think, is uh, no, not not uh, you remind me, you remind me that is the song that I feel like he's gonna open. You remind me,
1: okay? Well, we'll, we'll play that, we'll play some games, yeah, we'll
0: play some kind we'll of, definitely a, throw that out to of, like
1: you know, our family and stuff. I'm sure everyone's gonna have some, input. I'm sure
0: his women are gonna be like <laughs> glued to the TV. Um, yeah, so that's it, and. Then, and then do you actually want to do an instant reaction show because you're over or should we actually do another show and just talk about that Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, I think we close it out with another show, talk about the Super Bowl, close out the season and then just kick off a little bit about next year, what to expect. We probably won't have a show till I don't know when after the draft, maybe or are we gonna have something leading up to the draft we'll
0: do a show pre-draft and we'll do a show post-draft but that those shows are gonna be audio only so you know whatever platform that you listen to this make sure you subscribe because those are gonna be audio only and then once the season kicks off 2024 we'll go back to uh yeah video and audio
1: yeah so we'll close it out next week maybe we, we'll record earlier if possible Yes, not wait till thursday let's just do it so it's more uh you know instant reaction um like the next day or something um and yeah and then that's really it well, by then we'll know the awards too um you mentioned it's being played right now so we'll be able to talk through like you know who won all who the won awards. awards okay yeah so That'll sounds, be the plan for next sounds, week.
0: Sounds good to me. So, I, in that case, I'm going to close it out and uh, let's go Niners. You can do it. You so you're rooting it. for the Niners. Oh, I want the Niners to win. Yeah, I want Kyle Shanahan to dust off. You know, I don't want him to go zero and two because yeah. this could be devastating. Not and if Andy Reid loses, he'll be like, oh well, I guess. I'll guess i have a cheeseburger. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, it'll I'll be, be back nothing. next year. Basically. Yeah, I'll be back think, next yeah. year. But if Kyle Shanahan loses his game, oh, man.
1: I, I don't want San Francisco to get six and tie Steelers.
0: Oh, you're talking about, like, championships. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's they're going to be up there with the Patriots if they get six. So, listen, the Niners, it's not like the Cowboys where they basically, when the playoffs come, they stink. I think the Niners have been working and I like John Lynch and I like Kyle Shanahan, but I just, I want them to win and just smack Patrick Mahomes, him and his dad and his brother. <laughs> just smack them. I like Taylor Swift. Hey, I hope that she's going to be there. So, yes, that's all. Oh, wow.
1: I just hope for a good game. I wish it was Detroit and the Ravens were talking about. Uh, Kansas City did their part. Detroit blew their game. San Francisco's here. San Francisco needs to take advantage of that, but I think they'll fall short. But I I expect and and hope for a a good game on Sunday, regardless.
0: Okay. Well, in that case, I say peace. Peace. Hey,
1: guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast. At gmail.com. That's shutympodcasts at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at sympodcasts Thanks again. Sam Podcast Show.